Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. What's going on, everybody? Full breakdown of the Spider-Man leaks. Nope, that's not what we're doing today. We're going to go straight into the rewatch. It is going to be that we're, we continue on to our rewatch series. And what is the rewatch series? It's the Spider-Man movies. We know that No Way Home is coming out. We've been watching all of these movies. And we have finally reached the MCU version of Tom Holland ones. We are going to get into Homecoming, starring Tom Holland. And we are going to first cover the scene in Civil War because that's what really started his path into the MCU overall. It's myself, it's Coy Gendrew, and it is Winston Marshall. Winston A. Marshall, excuse me, very little. Appreciate that. So we are going to be getting into all of this on The Big Thing. Please make sure that you subscribe to us on podcasts and all that stuff. But let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. It is The Big Thing. Come on now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's the big thing. Check this out. This is something I wanted to tell you guys about as we get into it. Big thing is available on Apple Podcasts. We don't do donations here. We don't do super chats. We don't do schmobots. We don't do any of it. None of it. But we need you guys to download the episodes. People got a great response off the Corey Coleman episode the other day. It's a great listen on audio, Spotify, wherever. Check it out, man. It's uh, it helps a lot. You know what else helps is getting to this um, MCU Spider-Man. I got my buddies here to help me talk about it. Oof, Fick Winston's uh, I, now. Now I'm big win. Like Jesus. There we go. That was that was <laughs> like yeah, a, that a, give a, you a string the, close up that you see you. Yeah, you're not Jesus yet. Uh, <laughs> I said you're like Jesus. I don't think so. Uh, this is a great movie. It really is, man. It's a great movie. It and really is. Here's, but let's get into Civil War. We'll, go, we'll start with that because I, because I also think... Also a great movie. Also, also a great movie. You, you, why do you hate that microphone so much? I don't hate it, but do you see how big and black it is, bro? Like, <laughs> I spent the first three episodes For three episodes, I didn't even know. I stayed away from so much right there. I stayed away from so I, much. I, I, I mean, yes, I, I did that on purpose. I know, I but I still stayed away because I was thinking of, you know, you know, knocking over potted plants when you wake up in the morning and take a piss. It's your own battle. It's your own battle to lose. That's why I have to wait for Kristen to leave yeah. and go to work right. so I don't like hurt anybody. It's like a rhinoceros. <laughs> That's thoughtful. That's really thoughtful of you. I respect that. I got. I do have a question though. Yeah. I do. Are, are you, Does it relate to this? Are you, no, no, it, it, sort of. Are you are you single or dating someone? I'm dating someone. Okay. okay so yeah. and you're married. So my question so, yeah. is, <laughs> as my, a press, my, my question is, do y'all do the same thing that I do, where my girlfriend will get up, she'll go take a shower, and right as she's like about to take her towel off to get her clothes, I instantly wake up and I'm just staring, just like, oh hey. And oh, she's like, she's like every morning. It's like you, your spider sense goes off, and you yeah. just know. Oh, there's I'm a naked, naked. sense, like, yeah. dude. There's a hundred percent naked sense, and it's somebody essential. who's not married yet. Because <laughs> once you wakes up, all you're gonna want to do is sleep. Go on, go sleep, and then you have kids, and that just dies. <laughs> Was that a, a divorce a divorce lawyer ad oh, I just heard no, for divorce? No, that, was, that was the two of us in the same wavelength. Brought to, you, like, brought to you by Better Legal Help. Yeah, we had a conversation the other day. My, my, my daughter, who's now 10 years old, and like now if I even walk by, she's like, Dad, I'm, there. I'm, I'm in the shower. I'm, I'm like, okay, take it easy, right? She's like, she's like you shouldn't see mom naked. That's, that's inappropriate. And my, and my wife goes... There's some math missing. She's like, she's like, I said, your mother walks around the house naked all the time, I'm like, you know, in front of all of us. And she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so this is a. This I hope is, it never gets old, but I, no. I hear it does. I hear it does. Uh, it's fair. I, it, it, the, the thing Not that, old. It just no, no, no. First of all, if I'm awake, yeah, okay, look at it. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but I'm talking, if I'm sleeping, Christian. I want my sleep. Christian, it's literally, <laughs> like, it's literally yeah. like this. Absolutely. Just and you pop in, it's like, yeah. Huh? Oh, right. shit. It's, the, it's yeah. the scene on the bus in Infinity And War. then as soon as the clothes are on, all right, good night. That's, yeah, yeah, right. I get <laughs> like it. Right it's an interstitial. Out. It's just That's a little... Right. Like, it's almost like sleepwalking. Yeah. It is genuinely well, a naked we're not going to sleepwalk through this it. review. Let's no, we're not. So, Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Civil War. Civil War, man. So when this... Because uh, we talked about it, and we were like, we were going to watch them in like bulk and then do like a full episode. We're like, nah, let's... 
kind of watch it as it relates to it because it's and and I'm glad that we did because it's so relevant to the story it's even so the way that it opens relevant, up dude. right mm-hmm. so this one uh the civil war we, Tony and Black Widow are having the conversation of the recruitment and and she's like well where's your person and then the great music and it goes to Queens and I remember being in the theater and the second Queens popped up and the music people erupted yeah, yeah it's like, yep. it one of my favorite MCU moments it's a great moment day. it's a pretty, pretty moment pretty and him awesome. carrying the DVD player is quintessential Spider-Man like the yeah. image of him with that knowing that he's a kid trying to make things work and then you see him like rebuilding stuff I was immediately endeared to this Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah. and they did it in like three scenes I would argue those scenes scenes are some of the better Spider-Man scenes, the Civil War scenes. I, I would agree with you, and I think it does the same thing for me as uh, in this film that it does for T'Challa in that like you have set a tone now, so when it is time to actually go and introduce you them for their film, you're, you know what you're getting. You're so ready for it. It does, because it's... And, and I also like the little information that they give you once Tony like meets him, right? And the, the great moment with him and Aunt May. Yeah. About, you're, that's your aunt. That, that type of thing. <laughs> and then he goes in, and he's like, he's like, I've only had this power for like six months. Right. So we didn't need to see the full thing. There's like a slight hint to Ben. Just yeah. a slight hint when he's just talking, when he's telling Tony why, do why, why he's yeah. doing it. And mm-hmm. there's no mention... He never mentions Ben. I don't think they mentioned. Have they ever mentioned him in any of the movies? Once, not once. Now in Far From Home, it's it's a thing. Oh, okay. Once in Far From Home, yeah. Never mentioned him once. So, uh, and maybe it's a thing between Spider-Man fans. I actually like it. I think that I think it, it it's it's fine. Um, and I like that it's because we've seen it a million times over in the other the other movies. But this, it's set up. You see him kind of swinging around. He catches the car, and Tony's like, "All right, well, look." I'm going to recruit a 15-year-old now to help me fight my buddies. Um, but it's exactly <laughs> what you're saying. The second he shows up, on the rules, and, he, and yep. he fires back in. It had that Andrew Garfield humor that I felt like a 15- or 16-year-old kid would do. The, yeah. To me, this was the Spider-Man that, that we always... I think you guys said it before we went on the air, is that Garfield, even though he's playing a high school kid, read more college. Yes. This, and Tobey Maguire was 50 when he did the first one. So, 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 (laughs) my back. Yeah. (laughs) So, this was like the first legitimate. Like seemed like kid yeah. that was playing this yeah. with this character, and so. it felt authentic. Whereas it, it felt like Garfield was trying to play young when they could have just said the like, college, and that would have worked better for Doc Connors. That would have yeah. worked better for Gwen Stacy. Like we were saying right before air, like him at ESU would have been a better Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Period. But I understand why Sony got nervous. Like I see where the suits were involved versus the actual characterization. Oh, sure. And then with Tom Holland, it was like we changed who the suits were because the suits had new suits to talk to. No, and there's yeah. a lot of interesting moments where if you know the story of how Tom Holland got cast. There was a ton of improv. He actually acted in screen tests opposite both Chris Evans and Downey Jr. Okay. And then the scene in the bedroom where Downey Jr. is like, you got you to gotta move the feet. I'm going to sit. Like that whole scene was Tom actually being nervous to be around Robert Downey Jr. That's great. So they improv that whole dynamic kept him in the movie. So those moments are what I think makes Tom Holland stronger is he's able to, he's so Spider-Man that even when he's accidentally wrong, right. he's still Spider-Man. Right. And that, that translates. Well, And it's also, if you're going to have to introduce them, one of the biggest things, which I know they're doing, they're pushing really hard with uh, Kamala Khan in uh, they did it in the Avengers game. It was a terrible game, but it, they I they like did game. it with that. I, I enjoyed it, but it's not a good game. Um, but you see that in the comics as well. It's the idea that again, this kid being a superhero now, obviously he idolizes Captain America, Iron yeah. Man, and so oh, you're seeing kid. This, you're seeing a teenager meet his like the, my yeah. favorite part is when he's fighting Bucky and he catches the arm. He goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> metal arm, dude. <laughs> metal arm. Yeah. And then he's like, "Are those wigs made out of carbon fiber? That's so cool." And you know that they can. He's like, "Oh, dude, why? There's not this much talking and fighting." He's and like, that's and so like, you're right. You're right. And it's so Spider-Man. And that's and and it played into the stuff that I really liked about the Garfield stuff, but minus some of the the, the nonsense. Right, so all that is set up really well, and then he and it, it sets up the father son relationship between him and Tony, and then when he goes and he and he gets hurt, and he's like that. All right, you're you're out now. That's that that's it now, yeah. and that's basically all we need to see of him in Civil War. He doesn't need to get more involved. It's the setup. It gets us involved, and it ultimately takes us into. Homecoming. And of course, the Empire line. Yes, the, the Empire. Hold on, like, yo, how old is this guy? And he's like, I didn't carbon date him. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's whole. Yeah, yeah. I also think it was really clever in Homecoming how they used that sequence. And this is the business this side. And the, I hate that my well, brain no, goes this here. Is the, this is the part that, to get right into it. Yeah. The, the, so the angles they use in his camera line, yeah. which is genius, like Spider Man filming himself. Now that, yeah. whole, that yeah. opening is one of the most ingenious ways to have an opening aeration and shows again up. and shows again the type of generation of what that he's a he's kid. He's a Gen Z to, kid, yeah, right. but it's also really clever. And this is from the business side everyone is just far enough away you can't tell that those actors don't have to be credited as those actors so you right. save the studio their check mark for Scarlett Johansson so she's not actually in this movie so she can't say like oh that's right. one of my Marvel contracts 
right. right. So they were really clever that they were just far enough away that, that it's like smart. an Avengers sequence, but they could be like toys. No, no, no that was that was pretty brilliant. And I, I, I guess the what the the last thing that kind of clicks uh, with this in general is um, you know the fact that we're doing this and we're gonna get this uh, callback in the next film with the kids talking about the blip and doing their really yeah, shitty that like news broadcast. I love incredible. those kids, dude. They're yeah. fantastic. That kid was in, that the girl is the the daughter from uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. that, 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 that that she knows she's playing Betty Brand, by the way. Yeah. Oh, she, okay. yeah, that she mentions yeah. it flippantly in this one. It's well, like a, a name. Well, that, it's, it's a lower third. Yeah. Because they do the news again at the start oh, of this. Right. And so, so yeah. All right. So the movie starts out, and we set up exactly, the, as you guys were saying, the same tone that we get in Civil War of here's this Spider-Man. They introduced him. If you liked him in Civil War, well, here's this full movie, man. And, then, and they pitched it when they showed it at Comic-Con, like the John Hughes-type feel, right? And yeah. you, you yeah. definitely got that throughout. Even some of the music choices throughout it are, are kind of 80s. And, and you can... That's good. Oh. Yeah, well, that was set me good late seventies, whatever it might be. But either way, um, it's you feel you feel that tone of what they're going for, and the relationship again. To me, I know that a lot of complaints with this is that it's so reliant on on Downey, right? But it's less than it's, I remember. It is less than I remember. That's one point. But the other part is that when you go into the Spider-Man comics um, and the stuff that Iron Man was always around. Right, he was around or a lot. I mean, other characters were around. Other characters, yeah, that's Doctor, fine. Doctor Strange, whether it's whether it's whether, a mentor yeah. figure. I'm, I'm hearing you. Marvel, Marvel, other Marvel people were, were involved. Whether yeah. it's Punisher or whoever it was, they they were involved, right? So like the and this was the this was definitely the most Marvel cinematic universe Spider Man that we ever got. And I liked it because it was a different bit of a change because of the other two movies that we had got, which I also liked, but those were individualized. This mm-hmm. was. For the, for exactly where we're getting with No Way Home, this was to tie it all together. They're bringing it all together to put him in his own individualized story, mm-hmm. with hence the vulture and and everything that you that you have. But it was to also tie in how it works with Happy, like the dynamic with Happy was was great. So, um, and he is to me, Tom Holland is the perfect Spider Man on both the Peter Parker level and. The speeder, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So this to me went from a B plus to a full A, not a minus yeah. A. And this is a bigger leap than any of the rest. Like uh, I, I think Amazing Spider-Man reminded me how much I used to love it, but I let the pop culture consensus drop it. And yeah. then I think the same thing happened with this movie where like over time I heard enough people complain about the Iron Man thing that I thought it was more. I heard enough people complain about this and that that while I was actually watching it, I was like, wait, this movie is as good or better than I remember my first experience of it being. It's actually cleanly my favorite Spider-Man film now that I've watched them all back to back to back to back. This one is enough better better than the Spider-Man 1 and 2 and Amazing Spider-Man that it's like comfortably number one. Yeah. I think I think the end of the Spider-Verse is still going to beat it when I get there, That's, but I, I think... I cheated, guys. Oh, did you, you watch, watch it? I watched <laughs> it. Yeah. What yeah. You, you finally saw it, so you hadn't seen I've it already, I already saw no, it. No, but like oh. a second time. I had already seen it. I hadn't oh. seen it since theaters, right? Oh, my daughter never saw it. Oh, my daughter she think? loved it. It's incredible. It. It's That's so a, special. That's show. the next yeah. one. Yeah, in a few weeks, but I do think Homecoming has a lot of the strengths that I didn't realize because I was so focused on the memories of it, and it manages to have not only like five villains, but it manages to make them all interesting enough they can all get spinoffs which is what Sony wants which is right. what Sony's doing and right. it gives us five villains in this one yeah, Tink- yeah. Tinker Tinkerer who's Tinker talk, talk to me like I know him one of the one. very first Spider-Man villains of all time he yes. basically invents who's things. he in this uh, the, the, the schlubby uh, guy that's making all the tech oh okay the guy that's uh, yeah. like in okay. the lab sure sure I he's count, the, the orange is, orange is the new black guy I count yeah. four unless you're counting both shot oh you're call, uh, you're talking Scorpion. about Aaron uh, I'm talking about Donald Glover's brought my, no, right, 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 right. so it sets up Prowler but I guess that's the whole thing Prowler is kind of that weird they mentioned climbers man it's that means you can that, set them yeah. up you get enough screen time that I'm saying spinoffs are possible sure I'm okay. giving like yes. imagine you tell me right now there's a movie with five Spider-Man villains in it and you're like that sounds awful right. and this was, doesn't feel yeah, but no it does that's how you do it properly that, and that's yeah. how you make yeah. these spinoffs well, because, they're not, because they're not focusing so much on it they're just introducing exactly them. Yep. Like you, when get, you, you do when, get two shockers but you don't feel like it's crowded right when you when you focus in on them and try to give them too much backstory you actually wind up hurting yourself hence Amazing Spider-Man 2 and not enough not enough depth to both Goblin and Electro yeah where in this one, the focus is all on Vulture. And you get him in it. And speaking of Michael Keaton, you, think you mentioned this last week. I think I also agree. I think he's one of the best MCU villains. My number four villain of all the MCU for me. Because the reason why is one, why I like a lot of the the villains that have their own purpose that he there's a lot of Tony Soprano with him in this yeah like it's it's like his dad specifically because he's Tony Soprano not because he has a good backstory but why Tony Soprano is yeah. is, is, is a great villain also is because he's 
he doesn't, what he's doing, he even says it to Melfi in the thing. He's like, I'm a good guy. It's like, no, you're not. But to him, he's a good guy that's trying to protect his family. And he says, and, and Michael Keaton does the same thing. He says to him, he goes, doing it to her. Uh, doing it for her, Pete. You know, and he's doing it. Oh, oh, over there. Over there. <laughs> I, think, well, I got a hot take. Go ahead. Yeah. I think Keaton's a better vulture than he is Batman. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would say that. I think this is like... Had, I think I think part of it is a the further along you go in your career, most actors are only going to get better with like fine wine, and that's the thing. Yeah, he that's really true too. After Birdman and stuff too. Yeah, sure. and so after Beetlejuice, after there's Birdman. a lot of Beetlejuice. So, in this. But Vulture and Birdman into Vulture is pretty funny. It's so I mean, after is Batman hilarious. playing those two, he, he flies no, a lot. He this flies guy, a lot. Hilarious. <laughs> he's coming back to fly again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? He's in two movies. He's in. He's going to be. I thought he's he was Vulture the guy. And Batman. Right within like a year. He's in Morbius. And I thought he was going to be gathering the Sinister Six. So I thought there was going to be a chance that he was gathering the Justice League in Flashpoint and gathering the Sinister <laughs> Six. I'm like, yo, Michael Keaton just putting worlds together. I mean, and then there's an amalgam universe where Michael Keaton meets Michael Keaton as Batman and Vulture. Like, my head is crazy. But I do think Keaton is the strongest here as one of the strongest villains in the MCU because, like, that scene in the car is one of the best villain scenes oh, in the MCU. Oh, by, by because that's the, that's the thing. He is much more terrifying as Tombs. his dad, as Tombs. Than he is as the actual vulture, and it's not to say that the vulture isn't terrifying because he's because the, 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 the vulture manhandles him. Let's yeah. be real; he doesn't really ever get the upper hand on the vulture. Vulture, it's purely just based off of all that whole fight in the air, and then at the end, his pack goes out. Dude has to explode to lose. But, like right. he didn't lose but, to Spider-Man; right. he lost to his pack. He's beating but, the piss out of a fifteen-year-old. Right, Come on. <laughs> but, that's, but that's but that's the one thing that I will say that I love about this. And there was something that happened at the, around the end of Phase Two, mainly in Phase Three, where they finally figured out villains properly. Yeah, where. You were giving them proper motivation. Yeah, Killmonger. That, uh, Killmonger, yeah. Thanos, Thanos. Yeah. Vulture. It took a while for him to get that. And they, they started with, uh, with, with what's his face from uh, Bruel. From from Civil Zemo. War, uh, Baron Zemo, yeah, yeah, he was he, Civil he, War had he, a good. He was, like, he was there, he was, he was and then there. they gave him way more to do in Falcon the, he to bolster crawled, it. He he was much better in Falcon than yeah. he was in that. But that was the first one that you're like, okay, he's got a purpose of what he thinks is right. They didn't really nail it yet. He's just kind of because he beat everyone with dialogue, but we weren't quite ready for that. It's not why right. you went to see that movie. Right. You went to see right. that movie because of the the, the fight in the airport. Well, scene. He, but this he, movie, which he caused. this he crawled, movie, Michael Keaton, he crawled so Vulture could fly, Doug. Like yeah. That's essentially yeah. what it 100%. is. Just he set that up so that we now are not just looking for who's the next baddie to go beat him up. They tried with Whiplash. It just didn't yeah, translate. Nah, well, didn't that, that's no, 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 no. They tried because no, they were no. like, my, my dad, they, you stole my dad's shit. It just didn't yeah. work. But yeah. that, And then that happened because I I personally think it's because they let Ike Perlmutter go and Kevin Feige took over. Like, phase mm. three was Kevin Feige the going second, like, they let's let him, build. And you know what else they did? The second they said, like, the music came back. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Feige is very heavy into music and score. it's emotional. Well, because Perlmutter would, would, would fire everybody because yeah. they want to pay him for the next movie and that's why all the, the Captain America the second movie didn't have, you had like a right. hint you only use like a hint of it of the Sylvester thing like and Sylvester, the sets look cheap because they're just repainting well, shit well because Sylvester wasn't even attached to the second Avengers movie and he came up with the damn theme it wasn't even wow him. I yeah, didn't that's know insane. that and then, he, know and then that. he comes he comes back for Infinity War yeah and, and then, the movies get that hard yeah, because back remember the, the main, I love how much of a score guy you are because yeah, I don't know the main shit. Avengers team does not come back and that's why and what, looping that back into this I didn't really think that there was, like, the Danny Elfman score still out of Spider-Man, still my favorite. Sure. Out of all of them, it's the most recognizable to me. Um, and I would love if they play it I think in this new movie. Well, that's if the three of them are in a standing I mean, in a we'll dock. Um, Check his dick. But we'll, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but when we, either way, either way, <coughs> we're going to find out if, the, if, if it's going to be. If, if we're, we're weeks out now. We're like seven weeks out, yeah. which is exciting. But the music itself. This to me was the most recognizable um, since Elfman, right? Like when that I started humming it to myself, I was watching it, right. like, and it's and when he shows up in other movies, and you're like, okay, this is it works for him, and I yeah. thought that the music played pretty well. It was also more friendly neighborhood than I remembered. I've always complained that the MCU Spider Man doesn't get to be. It's because I think I listen to everybody. He gets he fights for a bodega. It's it's the reason why you're doing that is because remember at this point he's been in what Civil War, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, Far From Home, and Homecoming. So, so only four of those films fair. he's not, and I think that's why you're thinking about that. Just because the next solo film, he is still technically friendly neighborhood, but he's just in, in Europe. Europe. And it's, but it's also so it's not so, New York. It's almost cosmic. Like the scale of it, like uh, what he's fighting and stuff. Uh, so this is the 
one that stays from the neighborhood. So I'm trying to isolate my feeling towards that character here. But I, but I appreciate that because let, let's be honest. Like, yes, m- uh, most of Spider-Man stuff is just protecting New York, but there is a point where he continues to evolve and get more involved in ridiculous things happening outside I of it. I also think the, the timing is tricky because Dan yeah. Slott was writing Spider-Man around now, and right. he was doing the Iron Spider stuff that people love that I've never been a f- fan of. Like, the, Dan Slott is a very iconic Spider-Man writer, but the mm-hmm. problem is he gave us two of the best-selling comics that I think tarnish Spider-Man the most. Mm-hmm. So, like, he gave us Superior Spider-Man, which should have been, in my opinion, a what-if where Doc Ock takes over Spider-Man's body that lasts for 60 months. Yeah. That's five years. Too long. Uh, and he also gave us Iron Spider, which is basically Iron Man, Spider-Man as one character. Spider-Man owns Parker Industries, which takes over arc, uh, lots of companies, and he becomes this global character with tech. That's Iron Man. Well, and I think that affected the movies because they were selling so well. Well, what can tarnish a lot of people's uh, relationships and t- tarnish a lot of people in general, uh, Don't sh- if you don't shave your balls. <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta make sure that you shave your nuts. I was like, bidet? You, or? You, you, got, yeah, you got to do it. Uh, if you get a bidet, then make sure that you don't hit a big old bushel uh, when you do it. This holiday season, we're going to give thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped. They rule. And why do they rule? Because you, what do you do here? Do you tell your extended family that you have the Performance Package 4.0 from the global leaders and below-the-waist grooming? Not to mention it includes the Lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer to tame the bush. And score brownie points with the in-laws. Gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off and free shipping with the code code BIGTHING by going to manscaped.com. All you fuckers out there don't have this thing. Um, And I keep getting more and more of you who say like, hey, yeah, I finally tried it. What were you doing? Were Were you going in there with a machete? And trying to trying to lop off your sausage, that's Ooh, that's, that's stupid. Uh, and don't be a fucking asshole. What you need to do is get yourself a manscaped. You think that your holiday spread is good? <laughs> it's time to give thanks to Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, or you know what I call it—the perfect package for your package, Chief. So listen. Listen to this. The Performance Package 4.0, it also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ear. You're sitting around picking your nose hairs like a stunad. Sitting around going, oh, look, check this out. And then you, you, you got your, your teary eyes because you thought you were going to be super strong and pick nose hairs out of your nose like a stupid ass. Instead, now you can use this thing. And it is what this nose and air, the air, airs, there's no fucking air. It's an ear. And the ear hair trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system to provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Manscaped's been busy, man. And they just launched their refined body wash, two-in-one shampoo, plus conditioner. Both features the Manscaped signature scent and will help unlock your confidence this year. Your boys and your body will be oh-so-fresh and so clean when you start off yourself by using the self-care routine with the ultimate body wash shampoo and the conditioner i love their conditioner and the shampoo I use it all the time you get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code big thing at manscaped.com that is 20 percent off free shipping with the code big thing at manscaped.com be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from manscaped your balls will thank you Holiday spread, nicely done. I just wanted I, to give specific credit I to that. I, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, you, know, you don't want to, it's almost Thanksgiving time. You don't want to end up with your turkey with too much garnish. You know? No, man. You gotta, you gotta, I don't an appropriate amount of stuffing at all mm-hmm. times. I don't understand. I, I've been getting a lot of people now who've been like, and I think that because we've been having some fun with these ads too, more people yeah. are like, oh, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to check it out now too. And they have been like, holy shit. I, didn't even, I got so many messages now. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know about Manscaped. I thought, you were, I thought it was just a sponsor. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's a man. great sponsor. Yeah. Get it. It is. Used it for years. It's Pretty dope. Religious yeah. should be using this thing. All right, back to uh, back to this the, the movie. So there's a lot of that that they change, but I th- again because of the changing in the lore, um, like you know, because so the, the vulture and the daughter. That's not a thing in the comics. What's beautiful is it mirrors Green Goblin. So yeah, what right, I love about it right. is that it's a twist on a known twist. So Spider-Man dealing with parents is always a thing. Right. And what they do is they set it up so like the green car, the green goblin, the green, and the glider becomes the vulture wings. Right. 
all of that was really ingenious because you get what everyone thinks of as iconic Spider-Man moments, but with a twist on it. That's twist. that was the, there, there were there were two things that made me think about the Vulture immediately going into the film. The first, I do miss his original power set of kind of like draining life force to like make himself. I mean, that was like, way later though. Yeah, no, no, that no, was nineties. No, 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 no. I know that. Okay. I know that. But I, 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 I missed that kind of element. It was always kind of interesting. Cause then you're, you're in a lot of ways. Sometimes you were de similar to parasite with Superman. You're like almost depowering Spider-Man sure, from sure, sure. having to figure something else out. Um, Cause again, those are the, those are the fights that I like more is when Spider-Man is actually using his head. Cause mm -hmm. the truth is, a lot of times he's not smarter than a lot of people, uh, or he's not stronger than a lot smarter. of people, yeah, yeah. but he's smarter. Um, so I miss that element a little bit. But the flip side of, of it is I can't think of a moment in an MCU film until we get to Infinity War or Endgame that made me audibly gasp more than when he opens the door for taking this to Homecoming and then there's Michael yeah. Keaton. I was like, right. oh! It's a good, it, it, was, it was a good move. And yeah. calling him Pedro, the condescending right. parent thing, yeah. all of that ties so beautifully into young Spider-Man because not only do you get the intimidation of a villain, but you get someone that knows who Spider-Man is without it being cheesy. It's, and that's what's great about the MCU. Well, and it's is funny, it's like watching connect the dots. You see it all happen with, the dots in the car. with and, her dialogue. And it's also him looking for that father figure right he's right. been looking for the father figure in tony you got the this kind of anti-father figure here now yeah. in, in michael keaton and the the mo the moment to me that screamed oh this is a kid like that when they tried when when toby mcguire is on the train oh that's just a kid he's 40 no man that, pay, <laughs> that guy pays taxes that guy's been paying but taxes. he's a kid it's like no he's not a kid he's like 29 um when he is under the rubble, Amazing Spider-Man thirty-three. It's a real, okay. it's a real thing. It's amazing. It's exactly that a building collapses. Yeah, and that's literally at the upper level of his like strength threshold. But he's a kid. So he's, he's a kid, and, he, and he's and he's and he's there and, he, and, he's, help and, and it goes back to that thing. If you're nothing without the suit, and he's like, and he's like, come on, come, come on, on Spider-Man, Spider and he's like rooting yeah. himself. I remember in the theater that being my favorite cover of all time. It's literally from 1963. It's great. And That's they did great. it perfect. And then they did the classic Spider-Man half mask, half... And, like, he calls himself Spider-Man because the kid's yeah. going to psych himself up. Like, come on, to, man. Yeah. Come on, Spider-Man. That entire sequence He's is, like... confident yet. Ditko. He's so perfect. And, and that actually flies back to the other thing. Like, in the beginning, like, every Spider-Man that we had seen before, whether it was Garfield's or Maguire, he, like, my remember that big issue that I had with Garfield's was that... He's on the train. He's kicking people's asses, and he's running around. He's he's done everything. Look at him. He's he's he figured it out really quick. Yeah. This guy is my favorite. My favorite thing is when he goes. He's like, you shouldn't steal cars. Like, it's my like, car, it's my dumbass. Stanley Gary's like, hey, like hey, you shut up before I come down there. He's like, hey Gary, how's your mother? She's good. <laughs> 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 and that whole sequence with like the do backflip, the stealing, like all of that is so Spider Man that it actually redeemed a lot of. So what I did this time is I set what you got. <laughs> Just, just you talking about like do a backflip. It just reminds me of the fairy when he's like, "All right, Spider Man," and then like the thing falls apart. He's like, "Okay, Iron Man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many New York moments that don't feel as cheesy because that's like real people. Yeah. But what I had to do this time was I was able to watch this and go like, "Okay, I love that this isn't the comic book Spider Man," and that's a really hard thing as a comic fan to do because the Iron Man stuff really does separate it from the comic books. Because in the comic books, a lot of times Iron Man and Spider Man wouldn't agree because Spider Man wouldn't like that he's oh, sold. right, right because like, that's what the whole Civil War actually is. Right. It, well, it's, it's basically he convinces him to unmask and then there's some conflicts around got that it, because at the end of the day, Iron Man is a very like warmongery character that becomes good. Right. Spider-Man would never use his powers to sell arms. So that is a conflict. Whereas in the movies, I have to accept that like Tony's at a different place in his life. Like Tony's already better when right. he meets Peter. Right. So I don't mind that father figure, but that never is the timeline in the comic book. So I think comic fans, if you can separate the fact that the timelines are different and you can uh, acknowledge Tony as a better person when they meet each other, that's what I think it really works. That's also why I think this multiverse thing works now Peters. because now it's different Peters and you can separate that way. And even from the different, from the different MJs and from the different, like, so like there's so much going on. It's also, we have, it surprised me that we haven't had this conversation and it's probably relevant to have it right now. Now, we haven't mentioned once. Is Tony Stark going to show up? That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my head. Yeah. That's why one. Right. I, I straight up was like, holy we never, shit. We, ne we never talked about there it. There are two, like, we're going to a multiverse, right? So what is to stop him from, at, as like a last moment? There's been rumors. Seeing There's Tony, been rumors. The fact Tony that he died Stark, in every episode of What If makes me think he's coming back. I honestly think that he's coming back just to give, like, maybe it's, Tony's like, I don't know you, but this is this maybe maybe what it is, what you're talking about, this warmongering Tony. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tony didn't really figure it out in one of these other universes. Does, and he has a talk yeah, with does Peter. Does Tony and Peter Stark talks exist him down. in Garfield's 
Yeah, I mean, does they, Tony's they, yeah, Stark exist in McGuire's yeah. thing? Like, so there there could be some really like that's the one. I mean, if that one, I'll tell you right now, if that happens. And that's not the one that leaked. Then who cares about the other? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah, that's that the one. Huge. Everyone's going to be like, because everyone expect the second you said multiverse and you show Doc Ock, everybody can guess. Okay, the, the sure. other guys are going to show up, right? Uh, there's there's other ones that you're like, okay, that's interesting. But if he shows up, and, and as I'm watching this movie, that's why I think people are like, oh, don't just talk about what he thinks going to happen in the next one. Talk about this movie because of this. Yeah, because of what happens in this movie, and it starts off that relationship. That ultimately gets us to Infinity War when there's that heartbreaking mm-hmm. moment and then the heartbreaking moment in Endgame between them because of the relationship they have. And it's all set up. And it's really this movie is the one that is the strongest between the two of them. The scene on the ferry where they're talking and he's yeah. like, I'm trying to give you a compliment, but it's him trying to be a better father than he right. was. Right. He was trying to deal with his daddy issues himself. Yes. And that makes him a better right. father well, towards his daughter in Infinity War and Endgame. That, that Endgame. to me is the brilliance of feige being at the helm of this is you have found a way to tie it back to tony's own issues with his dad yeah and that became a through line for him throughout the entirety of his arc from iron man through endgame which you obviously get that final conversation with his dad and i think that's what's going to end up happening i think you're going to get a mirrored moment of just like uh you know Tony went in the past, saw his dad, gave him a pep talk about how to be a better dad Peter and everything will be fine. I think that Peter will go and find a not fully together Tony. He's going to have that conversation with him similarly. You think that's going to happen? I honestly think because they've done a very good job of mirroring this yeah. without making it too heavy. I, know. I would not I'm, be surprised. Uh, it's just that's just one more layer. 87 cast members. It's like just, this cast it's is just so it's, but, it's, but it's, it's like it's as big scene, as Endgame. But it's yeah, but they're calling it Spider-Man Endgame. Like yeah. the John Watts yeah. said it's his Endgame. So yeah. and now he is leaving this and going to do Fantastic 4. Like oh, this trilogy. Oh yeah. Okay. So this trilogy concludes an entire thing and Tom Holland has said how sad it was and how sad the movie is. I honestly like the recent quotes more and more I'm like, yo, he's stuck without the MCU. I think he's going to be in a universe without his powers, uh the yeah. Iron Suit. He's going to be without Tony, without the influence of Tony. I think more and more What about his friends because it's set up in this movie? Because it's the beginning, like so. It's funny was Zendaya, right? When she's in this movie, initially didn't like this, uh, wasn't wasn't thrilled with this version of, of MJ at first when I mm-hmm. first saw it, because I thought she was just trying to play like the too cool, flipping off the finger. I'm yeah, like, Z, the- though, that's what you said. At first, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I li- really liked uh, the dynamic because to me, it was the, the Vulture's daughter played like the Gwen Stacy role effectively right? which, yeah. which is what which is what i liked and i thought they worked i thought their chemistry was great and then she was just doing this thing where she was like the too cool for school thing never really works for me in general but when you start to realize who she is as a person and yeah. she really turns around in that second movie like she really wins me over and, that, and yeah. i love their dynamic in that <laughs> and second to movie. parallel that to yeah. the comics for you the too cool for school is effectively the same as going out and partying and drinking it's yeah. just the gen z version of it right so in the comic books her going out and drinking and partying and being a model she's actually really broken inside and that's her coping mechanism yeah, to no. me they made that really clear if you know the character from the comics after and that's why everybody's like she's not the real mj i'm like no no they did a better job making her the real MJ. so after far from home um, comes out. I uh, was so after Far From Home was was out. I went back after watching this. It really fits in even more so because I think she does a great job as far as setting up who this is. Because and there's it's just so they have so many wonderful moments in the next movie mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I think really plays in. So it's I, I also well. I think the other thing that I appreciate and I think may, this might be one of the reasons why this jumped to your favorite Spider Man so far. This is the first Spider Man film that we've seen that has not been centered around one of his love stories. Like Liz is still important, mm, yeah. But yeah. this really is not about Peter it's, and Liz. This is about Peter just trying to figure 100%. out who he is as a superhero and focusing yeah. on what it means to be a teenager, but also like a savior of folks and all that. And kind to stay of stuff. grounded, which exactly. is what I didn't remember the movie. It's literally the thesis, and my brain was like, "I need that." And then the movie's like, "This yeah. is that." I'm like, "Oh, I'm an idiot." Like I really yeah. got the movie I wanted. The problem is the movie ends with we want you to stay friendly neighborhood. He turns down the thing and he moves on and then they leap into him going to space literally and he never comes back to earth. So I think my big issue is this movie did really well advertising with this one image of Iron Man in it with this and I think this was the thing that did too well so then they kept making bigger and bigger and bigger. I think the sequelitis of it is why retroactively I don't remember how good this one was. I, 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 I understand that for sure. I think even though you are teasing the multiverse in Far From Home and again we'll get there next week I think that that was again just a very good plot device to bring because with with Mysterio's power set, the fact that his whole thing is lies and illusions, yeah, you know what I'm saying it 
what little illusions would he be doing in New York that would have the same kind of effect? Sure. You know what I mean? So I think that that makes sense. I understand. And again, we'll talk about how I don't, we both agree that we don't think that this is that Iron Man, Tony Stark centric at all. It's Not as just much, no. enough. It's, it's, it's honestly a little bit of seasoning mm-hmm. and that's it. And then when we get to far from home, it's like overpowering the dish sometimes. So I think that this kind of worked out perfectly in that regard about how they kind of addressed everything and how they went uh, you know that route. I, I I think that they really just focused on Peter more than anything. I love than that aspect other, yeah. of him doing that. Them doing that because the first one is that was when you get into that problem of well, we did that already. We did that already, and this and this is why I like the idea of them attaching into the MCU because of him trying to find himself because he's still where we. It's what. It's almost a year since he's had his powers when when this is taking That's, place. It's about, uh, it's about a year because he comes yeah. back and it's it's whatever months after Berlin and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. So it's about a year. He's been he only had it for a year. And he's running around. He's had that great scene when he and I thought it was super Spider Man when he goes into the bank. He's like, oh, the Avengers are here. And he's, oh, Thor, and he, Hulk, nice to meet you. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Why are you here, Iron Man? You're rich. Right. <laughs> All of that, like his yeah. his his humor really works there, and it plays very well. Um, and so all these great moments that you have because Holland doesn't – this is what I was talking about with Garfield, right, mm. who I really like as Spider-Man. Mm. My issue with him as Peter Parker was he's very confident as Peter Parker. Mm. Tom Holland is not. Tom Holland is – there's parts of him that he, he can – when he's talking to Ned and he has, like, these conversations. What? No. But it's real. What? He's not tripping yeah. over every His shoe. accent slips out, though, here and there. Yeah, that's yeah. that. But, yeah. But, he's like, but he's like, no, no. Wait, what do you mean? And and even that reveal when Ned sees him, but he's not confident. Yeah. He's not. He's he's this kind of awkward kid. And then when he puts on the suit, he's still he's more confident. He's this. He's but still, he still has an arc. He still he gets still to has grow. An arc. I, yeah. I mean, I I think for me the moments that kill me, and again, just go to how good of a Spider Man he is, is even again how he uses his powers. So like when he stops the bike or the bike robber, he's just like, here, hold this. Dude, just like, flying <laughs> up. Like that's the kind that's of Spider Man fighting that yeah. is like the, that's the brilliance is that he. Again, he's almost like a prankster. Right, it's kind of like how he fights. Is right. as as a prankster, he, he he brawls when he's pissed. Right, when he's pissed, he'll he'll take your head off. Right, but like his standard fighting is like I'm not necessarily trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to stop you. He's right? playful in his yeah. in his. And I also think one of my problems with this has always been the Iron Spider suit. And like I know this isn't the Iron Spider suit, but the amount of tech in the suit really affects negatively Spider Man. But that's the moral part too. Is if you can't be this without the suit, you don't deserve this. Right, and that's why I'm hoping at the end of No Way Home he doesn't have it because. I want to see Spider-Man have to use his head more than like 87 webs, but more that, than like all of that technology. Well, and we're not talking enough about the fact that what I really thought was a great touch was using Jennifer Connelly as the voice in yeah. Vision. Well, sure. Vision's, Vision's wife. Vision's yeah. Wife oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Wait, she's married to Paul Bettany? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in real life. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's, that's why I, really, I, I enjoyed that. And, but here's a problem. Okay. Here's a problem. That her name is Karen? Yes. Well, it was before, Karen. before the Karen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's my problem with it, is the fact that, like, this is why I think it was wrong to choose that name to, to do everything that we did. Because why not Myrtle? There's, like, six <laughs> Myrtles in the world. So, like, and now, now, now if I watch a movie, I'm not going to get a character ruined by Myrtle. Because every time they said, uh, Karen, can you help me? I go, ah. Or she said, or she said, "Hey, Karen, you know this." And I'm like waiting for somebody to film the suit <laughs> and try to yelling. post her on Twitter to get her in trouble, right? Like I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's like timeline, man. I know <laughs> it's like the name, the name. So is you a, want like, them to re-release the film? No, with no, the no, 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 no. I'm saying, why did we choose that name? There's a ton a, of, of, of like that more po- that names. name. It's, it's it's for a bit down the line, but it's like, but for God's sakes, that particular name. You could have chose Myrtle it or Gertrude, Barbecue Becky. So it could have we could have stuck with Becky, but nobody went with. There's like three Gertrudes you could have called someone Gertrude well, well that, well, no, no, they're all see, dead the rest thing, of but them. that's the thing people do refer like you got to watch blurs at some point because we actually have a breakdown of by age of what stages they're in yeah. so Gertrude is 65 plus and she's got her pistol right. out on, on, on the lawn right bro. like Gertrude's yeah. a real like that's a <laughs> right but I mean everybody could but anyway so the second because you can't you there's no one that can watch this movie now without <laughs> yeah, that what well, can I can I call you Karen it's like well, why did he call it? Did she say something racist? <laughs> uh, now, now, we, we got to talk about three Easter eggs in this. There's three huge Easter eggs, two of which are my favorites of yeah. my top 10 Easter eggs in the MCU. One of which is just fun. I love the Branzino line, the fish line that Flash Thompson says the Branzino is the fish yeah. they're eating an amazing Spider-Man. So, Do we like Flash in this one? I know that Tony, I like Tony. I, Tony's great. He, I don't mean I him, can't I, separate it. I don't mean him as an actor. I mean the character because he's not he's not the jock 
that was again multiverse. Sure. Also yeah. Gen Z. I yeah, think that's the thing. That, I think that's the thing to click again. They literally took the property. And they're like, what age are we in right now? And who yeah. are we appealing to? Who would be in high school? Yeah. Where would this be? So and he's flash. part of the debate team too. And yeah. the one kid though, who the the, the black kid that was it oh, was that's sick. Abraham Atta. That's hilarious. the kid from A Beast of uh, Southern Wild. He is hilarious. He's, he's, he's like really when, funny. when he throws when he, no when he throws in the the couple things, he's like, you're wrong. Flash was wrong. Yeah. Remember we said not to use the bell for comedic effort. There's some really good comedy in this. Well, it's one of the by the way, and so that's my thing. Like you know, when there's when there's certain comedic moments that fit, I love it. The mascot running by, not just Got the mascot. Time. My favorite moment in the whole damn I thing. I missed that, what dude. There's it? three shots of the mascot in the background just sprinting by a room. Like, and you never <laughs> zoom in on it. We never mentioned it. There's just three shots of a guy with three different mascots holding their head that's running funny. by a room. But oh my, my favorite God. moment in the whole thing that I laughed audibly the first time I saw it, and it did it again when I watched it uh, earlier today when I finished it. Was when freaking Favreau comes to thank him, and they're in the bathroom. The toilet <laughs> the kid, flushes, and, and the, the kid, kid comes out, and he's just like, just his <laughs> and those those silent moments in that scene. And he looks, and he just, and but then he's walking out, and he's just like, <laughs> that kid's the same kid that was like that they saw, the and, he, and, and, and he goes, just playing chess. <laughs> The Love, comedy in this is great. genius. I will, and that's, so good. That's that's the part where I'd never understand. Like, if 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 you like a grittier superhero film, fine. But I never understood people that are like, I hate the MCU because it's little moments yeah. like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can still have the serious moments of come on, Spider Man, come on, Spider Man, but then great. have that moment of just like. Flash was wrong, by the way. Like that's yeah. that's, that's hilarious. Have the scene in the car, but also it's, have that sequence. It's, it's literally, uh, you know, uh, you know, delete that footage. Well, what are those? I, yeah. thought good, I thought a good mixture of the humor and the seriousness was the monument scene. Yes, right? because yeah. that all yes. that because he's trying to figure it out again. You know, he's climbing up, and she's telling him she's like, and then you have that kind of juxtaposition of, oh, we're fine. Lethal, 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 lethal yeah, yeah, yeah. 120 seconds. And Flash yeah. trying to save the trophy over his friends, it's like that's hilarious. great, yeah. dude. Even, even uh, I'm gonna call her Suit Lady, so we don't, so we don't get messed up. Yeah, he does call her Suit Lady at first. Don't she, trigger Christian. Hey, yeah. hey, no, hey, her name, her name's Karen. <laughs> but I'm just saying that they took that name. I just feel bad for anybody who's not an asshole face that is sure, named, named Karen. Karen. I mean, my, a friend, the, the funniest thing is a friend of mine named Karen who I've known for a long time was like, "I'll be your Karen anytime, and I don't right. even care if right. they ruined my name." But, like. That's it's, what I mean. it's totally fine. But he's I, like, what's up, Kay? <laughs> but like, even even when he's like, oh God, oh God. And he's like, oh, split a whip, takes a whip. And he's like doing all this stuff. And he's like, great job there, Peter. You were 95% effective. Yeah. Wait, 95. And then this yeah. just starts falling apart. I'm like, even that in a very serious moment is it's hilarious. It's because it's when it ties in for me. Right? Yeah. When it, that, that's it's not a force. Star Wars yeah. or whatever it might be. When it when it's actually works out. Like I always use the, the, you know, if you want to use the two examples that I use for Star Wars, Han Solo when he's in episode four, and he's and it's like, uh, who is this? Uh, boom, he shoots his like, boring <laughs> conversation anyway, right? That's what Han Solo would yeah, do, as opposed yeah. to, is this General Hugs? Hugs? Oh, your mom's on the phone. What? He's talking with you, sir. What are you talking about? It was very space balls. Just I know. so space balls. <laughs> but this, to me, was like, we've set Spider-Man up. We've set up this whole thing where we're in this zone that it works. There's a lot of stuff that I think, and the happy stuff, and like he just want to take the phone call. Yeah, I like Ned in this one better than I like him in the next one. I'm really curious about rewatching the next one because of how I thought this was a B plus film, and realizing it's an A, I'm really curious what I think of Far From Home and rewatching. But I got two Easter eggs I want to gish. Yes, All right, please, so please, please. my two of my favorite Easter eggs in the entire MCU. One is the principal is played by the same actor yes, who that was plays in, in the Howling Avenger. Commando. Yep. So he's in First Avenger as a guy in the 40s. So there's a scene in the principal's office where he has a photo of himself oh, wow. behind him oh, wow. because he's playing his own down. grandson. So instead of no. like having the joke of he's casting. Yeah, so the grandfather's photo is behind him. So he's right. playing his own grandson from the guy oh, from First right, Avenger. Right, right, that's right. genius. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So, yeah. And the second one is uh, Donald Glover is the reason we got Miles Morales. Yes. Because yes, the that campaign Spider-Man uh, was Donald for well, Spider-Man. Donald for Spider-Man, but there was, again, as that came out and said Sony leaks, that they were like, Spider-Man will never be anything but white and straight. And so Miles, uh, th that was both a nod to, I guess, because of Andrew Garfield, uh, 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 interview recently. He was like, "Well, I was like, well, what if you know, like he ex exploring his sexuality? Yeah, they're not having like, to do that." So when you said that, though, someone had written back that that was not because, well, certainly in Into the Spider Verse, he's got a thing for Gwen. Right? Yes. So, like, but, but that's the thing. So Miles, Miles is by. So there's a, oh, there's okay. a point. There's a point at which like he is flirted with Gwen before. He's I can't remember the character that he ends up flirting with uh, at one Miles? point. But yeah. I cannot yeah, remember to save my life, but it is right. something that was like known a, a while back. And that's the other thing is he's obviously he's half black, half Puerto Rican. So it's also that too. So they were trying to, 
not necessarily push Donald to be Peter Parker, though yeah. they were they were they were wanting that too. If that's a possibility, that. sure, but yeah. they wanted him as Miles, right. and that's where they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it, and so he actually got a bunch of nods from Marvel in one way or another. So when this is Aaron Jones, he actually plays the voice of Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. So he still got to do it to a what certain. What I extent. love in this is he's Aaron Davis. Yes. So he plays his own uncle. So well, in no, this, that, that he remember, references yes. his nephew. Well, it's yes. funny is that's why I'm glad that I watched. Spider Verse because you got the you got that tie in yeah. right away. I mean, I remember people telling me about it. Like when and he mentions it, he says, he says like, climbers. He's he looking talks about his tech. nephew. Yeah, climbers. exactly. He says yep. I got a nephew here. But the thing I love, the detail I love, is the Kari's web too. The license plate is Ultimate Spider Man One. Which oh, is really? The first appearance, Miles Morales. Oh, so funny. he's playing a character that his first appearance. He's glued to the car of mentions that like all of it is so many tears that's of funny. metal. Which well, is Donald so Webb. when that whole thing, do you is there does that tie in anything? Do you think because you had mentioned you think that's potentially that. Miles might show up in this. I, I would at this one, point. This is what I think is going to end up happening. I think you're you're going to overload people if you do go full Spider-Man everywhere. You might yeah. see him in the back. Now that we know some of the things, and even now this idea, because it's in my head now, I think he's going to see Tony Stark. I think you probably stick with the three Spider-Man. I think you probably see the various villains and stuff like that. I think your post-credit scene is Miles in some form or fashion. I think that, that there, there might be a there, huh? I think multiverses. I think Doctor Strange is going to be the, the post. I think post credit scenes Venom, and but there's I think, but there's two. But so, I think they're going to flash. I think we flash through the multiverses, and it's during the movie we flash through a world of Miles. I think we flash through a Spider Gwen. I think we flash through a Miles. I think we mm. I think we flash through a Peter Porker. I honestly think we're going to go through I some. I, I honestly think we're going to go through some crazy. But I, that's the only way you bring in animation, not make it feel weird. I, I I don't know if you could ever not make it feel weird. I love I. By the way, my, my daughter's favorite was it's, it's Spider Ham. Yeah, like, and and, and, and <laughs> it's he's Spider Man Nor for me. That, that Nicholas the whole Cage, time, man, good God, best, yeah, he's got awesome. the best line in the whole movie. And I know we're not talking about that, but when he goes, "We don't pick the ballroom, we just dance." Yes, <laughs> yes. I love the I love the smells like rain line. Nicholas yeah. Cage just nails it. But that movie. but even but even Spider Ham when he's when he goes, he's like, "Have you ever just floated in the in the, in, in whatever he's smell, <laughs> and fre- smelling a fresh pie or whatever he says?" Dude, but but nice see, to meet you. My hands are wet because I washed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I don't know if I could see him in a live action. I don't know nor, if it'll nor be do a voice. I, I think it flash. It. But yeah. I do think Miles is going to be in that sequence. Yeah. I, and I think that he needs to be not with Tom Holland because of the age thing we talked about last well, week. Well, sure. Yeah, the, the one thing I will tell you, though, is that um, no one's too scared of, of this movie. And it's because it's not a scary movie, guys. It's not a scary movie. It's a, <laughs> it's a Marvel film. And if you want scary movies, the best way to do it, what's, a, what's better? starting to get nice and cold and chilly. What's better on a chilly fall night than curling up in front of the TV for a scary movie? And nobody has a better <laughs> collection now scared. of <laughs> home <laughs> thriller and the supernatural than Shudder. This is the best streaming services for horror. Shutter. Wow. Shudder is the exclusive home for found footage. The, the found footage hit VHS 94, which is a Shudder original. Binge the latest sessions of Creep Show, Slasher, both exclusively on Shutter. So there's so many different titles. Creep Show, Elvira's 40th anniversary, very scary, very special. Special Seance, VHS 94, the medium. There's so much, and you can stream. You can stream all these: the great thrillers, the horrors, the suspense for 5.99 a month or 56.99 a year. Shudder has the largest, fastest-growing curated selection of uh, thrilling and dangerous entertainment. It is the Netflix of horror, and if people have been saying this for a while. Someone wrote to me and said, you don't even like horror. Why, why do you? I'm like, I like good horror. I like thrillers. And this, what Shudder has, Shudder has so many different um, choices, and that's what I love about it. And there's, there's so many different supernatural terrors, edge-of-the-seat thrillers, and shocking horrors that are added every week. You can stream the unexpected on your favorite devices iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Xbox One, Amazon Fire TV, Google, uh, Google, Google, Google. I'm so scared that I can't even get it out of there. It's Google Chromecraft, all of it. So you'll have unlimited access to stream ad-free on all your favorite devices. And Shudder has a unique collection of exclusive and original film, series, horror, classics, and all of it. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it so far. And the Creep Show for me is always very nostalgic. So I love the, the series that they're doing. That's, that's what I've liked about getting Shudder. And I think you guys will enjoy it also. Here's what you do. You get started streaming on the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. And how you do it? Shudder's expertly curated collection includes must-see titles like uh, the Mortuary Collection, PG, Psycho, Gorman. There's so much great stuff. Try Shudder for free for 30 days. Go to Shudder.com and use that promo code, BigThick. 
Spell it out. Here we go. You ready? I'm going to spell it out for you. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Shudder.com. It's the best. It's really good. It's Netflix of horror. Clark Wolf, Bibiani. They rave about it. And as you said, I'm not a massive horror fan. But since I've gotten uh, involved with Shudder, watching Shudder and watching these thrillers, that's what you should do. And, and, and it's very popular, as it should be. Um, all right. Moving on. And it's... That might be the only thing that I don't personally partake in. Is what horror? Is short is shutter, yeah. You, that's the that's the only sponsor that I'm like. You're that's scared out of your mind. It's not that I'm scared of my mind, but I'm also like scared of your mind. Why? Just put him over there. Halloween's over. <laughs> We're deep November. He's doing good. Um, all right. So what else do we need to really hit on here? Because like Ned, so as I mentioned, supporting Ned, cast great, Ned's villain great. Uh, the Dude. end. The end when Marissa Tomei goes. So I forget because she discovers him. In this, and, I, and I have to go back and watch Far From Home, and I just saw it recently, and I can't remember. So she knows he's Spider-Man at that point. Yeah, they do the they feast organization it. together. Right, right. Well, be, they be, yes, because at the very end of this movie, he's like, he's got the suit back. He's, he yeah. slings it. He takes his mask off, and then uh, and, goes, uh, a the focus, yeah, unfocused Marissa Tomei yeah. in the back. What the? Now, what bothers me is the the they they don't really allow him to have spider sense in this movie because they lean so heavily into Toby and Andrew having spider sense. Right. But then they give him spider sense in Endgame. Obviously, like we build into that. I'm curious if they're going to have anything about like those people were safe. That's why he was like he wasn't alerted to them in the room because both like Genki. I mean, right. not, well, it's Genki basically, but Ned Leeds and Marissa Tomei being like, "You're Spider Man," is an absent spider sense. Right. But well, I maybe guess he's, well, he's only been he's only been developing his powers for a year, so maybe. Mm-hmm. It so it like maybe it kicked in. But yeah, I, but I hope so. But I think the other thing too um, that just just thinking about in that regard. I mean, remember the spider sense can be overloaded. It can be tricked. Like there's, right. it's not. It's I'm not an it's end all threats. be all. Is like right. Aunt May's not going to hurt him, so it didn't go off. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's, like, there's, no there's a little bit of line intent. of like my brain has to go. Like, no, no, no. I I totally get that. But like that, it may would have had to have made hella like even just a would have been enough maybe for it to go off. Sure. But like you know what I'm saying, but like both both Ned and her. Chip. I I have more of an issue with the Ned one than I do because he's in such a like gleeful state that he's not even paying attention to it when he when at the end he's got the suit on. When, yeah, when May sees him. He's not even thinking, and he calls for her. He's like May May, and she's not there. Right, and then he's like all right, he's not, and he's just kind of not he's not locked in. So that one I give a pass. The other one where he's actually actively crawling in to make sure that no one sees looking him. around suspicious not sensing that because what if what if it wasn't ned what if it was a criminal in yeah the, in the, you know he doesn't sense that uh maybe that's what he maybe maybe he usually senses I mean, you guys know better than i do but i thought that the spider sense really kicks in when he's in danger that, and he, and that's and what he, i'm saying is maybe he, he wouldn't sense that but, right. danger, right. but it also but that's the whole thing with the spider sense it's not it's not like precognition per se it's but literally his right. senses are so well, right <laughs> his senses are just so attuned literally ned doesn't move that's he's, a good point. He is. He is. He's just. I like that writing better in my head canon. I like the idea that it's more of a sensory, like like as a spider web, like you reach out and you feel which, the tension in the air. Which they like even, Andrew Garfield. They even they, even they even mentioned it in Civil War once again to be important that we watched that scene before when he was there. He's like, how can you see out of these? He's like, I have to. My sensors are dialed up to eleven. If yeah. I don't, if I don't turn it down, it's I'm, I'm overloaded. And then in the bus scene with his hair standing mm-hmm. up in Infinity yeah. War, that's when mm-hmm. we we first see it in the MCU. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Forget, forget yeah, about that. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. So we we have to because we, we still you know have a little bit more to talk about. It this movie but we so we'll watch in the his infinity war scenes and his endgame scenes first those all happen before far from home before far from home and then so we'll cover those first in the beginning of next week's episode are we gonna do uh next week's thanksgiving are we gonna do no 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 no, no. thanksgiving's the week after that oh okay so we got got one more week before thanksgiving and then the following week so so are we gonna do spider-verse we take a break we we know we're gonna do spider-verse we'll release it on release release it on that day we'll probably just have to shoot it beforehand okay but we'll but yeah we'll release it so that way people have uh for that weekend okay gotcha yeah have an episode for it um for the weekend i'm going to comic-con that weekend so i'll be at a are you really going i'm actually i've got three panels you're like the first person you're you're probably gonna be hosting yourself just me who's going no comic-con and comic-con weekend literally the weekend in a Navy town are doing a Comic-Con. I don't know if I've ever heard of a stupider decision. I, I thought it was for the purposes of like, we'll figure it out as a placeholder. And then now it's happening. I'm but booked on three Thanksgiving panels. weekend? That's it's what like, I mean. I thought they were like, tra- it. it's, it's the Everyone travels the most on Thanksgiving to their homes to see their family. They're not coming to San Diego. Especially over like a Navy town where you're visiting your, your sailor family. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm, and I got three panels like they're happening. So I'll be down there. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. So, but, uh, but are the studios presenting anything? 
Uh, not the studios. I, no. I'm I'm doing three comic panels, which feels like the '90s. You know what it is? I think that it's Sorry, because, no, 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 no. If, if I was to guess, it's very similar, like with Sony when they have the property right, and they. I think that after a certain amount, you have to hold it because it'd be two years of nothing, of nothing. So, so maybe just they trying had to do anything. Maybe they're just grasping at straws, but. Man, that weekend? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be down in San Diego. Show. Why not do it? In like, I'm glad they're not doing it the first weekend of December because that's that's spectacular. But like, that's, <laughs> uh, but I'm also confused why they wouldn't just do what everyone else did, and we're we'll be fine by next year. It virtual, feels like so. Just do one virtual, so one you're more virtual. good. And well, then, I think that because and they might have to it's, have it's, one. it's the space because they, you have to do it for the space. That's I don't also know how wild. much they know well, they how much money. I get that, but they know how much money. The man, there's leases involved, dude. Like it means that some like the you're city thinking that they would raise, they would let them come back, but then raise them. Well, no, but they were talking they, about leaving San Diego for yeah, years. They, they have a they've been talking about going to you know other studios. I mean other con locations. So maybe this was something. Either way, yeah, that's why I was working. I'm like, I don't want to miss our Spider Verse one, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll record it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, because I've already watched the movie, so we will just figure out when we when we need to do it. You guys watch the movie, and then we'll check. Well, there's only two more movies left. That's it. I was saying, yeah, go. we got we got the the mega chunk, and yeah. then Far From Home, and then Spider Verse itself. And so for people asking, um, basically what we're going to do is the way we will do this is we will do a um, review of I'll do a single review of No Way Home after I see it, and then we'll do a non spoiler review for sure, and then we're going to do. Whether or not we do a non, it depends on what when we see it, right? If we see it, like Koi and I had seen Eternals earlier, so we did a non-spoiler kind of longer so, review. So bummed I couldn't do that with y'all because I, I saw it like. Did you like the it? Day it came, I loved it. I loved it. It's yeah. such, it's a whole, other, whole yeah. other conversation, but um, so <laughs> which I loved, I loved it too. Yeah. But uh, but so either way, if we see it early enough and we don't want to, we want to talk about it and not get spoiled, then we'll do a non-spoiler. However, if we see it just around the same time as everyone else, we'll do, Winston, myself, and Koi will do a full spoiler. I'm trying to get a, a plus one. That way I, I'll be able to, t- I know Koi's probably got a Sony thing. I think anyway, so, yeah. So he's going to go, so I'll, I'll take Winston, and that way we can, we can continue it off and um, and end our Spider-Man rewatch or watch rather with um, with that movie, and then we're going to move into the Matrix. Um, Winston's going to return for the rewatch series with Koi and myself again because we're going to do the Batman one for sure um, as we lead into March. But we have more stuff and we have more ideas for what we're going to do with rewatch. But continuing this on, um, let's see, we got a little bit. Well, you know what? Before we do, I do want to tell you one more thing before we leave, ladies and gentlemen. Um, where is it? Nope. Oh. Ah, I have all these great, great sponsors, but this is the one that I wanted to talk to you about because, Koi, we've talked about fitness many times on this show, and you've heard about it, and you, you was even asking me questions about it after the last one. Lots of confusion is important yes. to me. Uh, <laughs> Fitbot, uh, you guys know that if you repeat the same exercises over and over again, you, you lose sight of your progression, and it just kills your motivation. Do not get stuck doing the same workouts. Make progress towards the future and do it. Because make progress towards the future you. It means how do you do that? you got to overcome new challenges. What FitBot does is they create a fitness program that continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjust to how you are progressing. So you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. Perfection is an illusion, ladies and gentlemen, but there's always a higher level to strive for that looks different for everyone, especially when it comes to fitness. There is no perfect body that everyone can achieve, but what you can do is continually become a better version of ourselves. You can't get bit by a radioactive spider and get ripped, but you can use FitBot. It's got a lot of great features. Um, one of the great things you can love that I love is that you can pick workouts that are tailored to any equipment that you have and the goals that you have. It's got very clear and easy-to-use instructions. It balances muscle groups, and I'm recovered real quick for the next workout. It's, it's, it's very smart the way they put this thing together. So many benefits also. For me, it's I feel like I'm getting stronger. I feel like I'm getting faster. And it's all to the personal training. Uh, I love it. FitBot creates a program based on unique body, experience, and environment. Whether you're exercising three days a week or twice a day, every workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last one. Uh, sign up now. And you're going to get 25% off your membership. It's great. Pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBot today. And your future self is going to thank you. Get 25% off your, fem- your membership right now at fitbot.me slash SEN live. All right, before we get the hell out of here, um, the other thing that I wanted to mention was these post-credit scenes, right? There's two mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. The Captain America bit That's is, funny. it's funny. Yeah, and it really, was, and really it, it was, I remember sitting in the, the theater and, and everybody waiting to see what the next one is and he basically Let's tells talk about you, patience. Yeah. <laughs> and hilarious. it trolls you in the same exact tone the movie has. Yeah. It's so clever. It's great. It's uh, great. Yeah. But that's, that's, not, that's not the main one. The main one is, is the Vulture. 
uh, and Scorpion. Yeah. Right? So when that all happens, and he's like, eh, I, this to me goes back to the character of who he is. Uh-huh. He he wasn't lying when he's saying he was doing this for his family, right? He was doing this for because he his whole thing was it was the little guy that was getting screwed, and he's like, come on, Pete, you know, they, they don't, Stark doesn't care about us. Yeah. He don't care about us, right? And he protects him, and he goes, and he even says to him, he's like, I'm gonna let you out of here. I'm gonna let you walk to the, through those doors because you protect you. You saved my daughter's life, and I'm I'm not gonna forget that. But if you don't, I'll kill everybody you know. Yeah, right? but then he saves him, so it's like another one. He's like, I'm not going to rat you out now. It, that was the one thing I forgot to mention that he reminds me so much of um, Thanos. Uh, no, 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 not Thanos. Of uh, oh my god, uh, Ralph George, Biscuits, Juan Carlos Esposito yeah. in Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gus? Gus. Gus, thank you. The idea that he did not innately start off on this murderous yeah. path. Right. It's that as things unfolded, so yeah, like even with do. that shocker, that shocker was running his mouth. I'm like I'm out of here, and he's like, dude. What, and he's like, and he's and I'm going to take this with gun. me, and I'll, and I'll tell <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. And he goes, oh, cool. And he thinks it's a gravity gun and incinerates him. And he goes, oh, well, that's all my problem. And, yeah. like, he starts to go to that place yeah. where he's getting darker and yeah. darker, and yeah. he's willing to kill. And he and understands so, that he's just protecting his family at the end least, of the day. And, he's, and that's he's, the he's got a code of honor. Still, but he does still pop back into, like, that code of honor. Like, as he says, he's like, you know, if I knew who he was... And that, that to me is a way more interesting vulture than the one we even get in the comics. I think this is one of those movies where the, the character improves with more screen yeah. time. And I it's like not this black vulture. and white. Man. Exactly. Yeah, he's, not, yeah. he's not just a, a, a villain. Yeah. yeah. And this is way more interesting. And that last, last credit scene is why I thought for years he was going to recruit Sinister Six. Because it felt like to me Scorpion would be one. You know, he's recruiting right. Morbius in the trailer. Well, I don't know, know if Ke- that's going to come to pass. Right. But So we know Keaton's in Morbius, obviously. They, yeah. sh- they showed him in that. Um, how that all ties into this. We, we don't know because I, th- I the more and more we get closer to this though I think that Koi might be right where they're just going to figure out a way to get Tom Holland into the Sony verse keep him in the Sony verse and he can't get back to the MCU I, but see that's the thing what is to stop him from being in both because again since we've opened up the multiverse at this point what is to stop people from just freely flowing through dimensions and all that kind it's, of stuff I guess lawyers it's of that. yeah well <laughs> well you you say that but again I think Sony sees the writing on the wall oh I see I see the benefit for Sony and Marvel, but it's bigger on one side. Yeah. Well, I think that, remember, I think that's going to be temporary because of that. Yeah. It's just a matter of how 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 the deals. You're right. I mean, they can put together deals that because they've opened this possibility up, they could put it together. I just think for the time being, sure. I think it also might benefit Spider Man. I could use some friendly neighborhood hijinks. I really could use and a Spider Man that feels like this stuff. first movie. Right. Right. Like um, I could use some contained. Like we're talking about the shows versus the movies. I could use. I'd love a Spider Man show, but that'll never happen. But I would. I could use some of that scale Spider Man adventures. Yeah. That way, when this gets big again, it feels like something. Right. After Far From Home going to space and all this stuff, I'm like, yo, go back to the bodega. Like, I'd that's like it. that character. Yeah. And that's what Sony could give us. So overall, this movie, I think... Was or through Miles this, or Spider-Man. Yeah, well, this movie, Tom Holland really sets it up. I think people... It was it was a hard thing to do because the same thing with Andrew... I think he had, he had more of a cushion than Garfield did. I th- still think Garfield had the hardest road because it was... Two so years removed from a very beloved uh, franchise, minus Koi, but uh, <laughs> uh, but but it was it was just a couple of years removed. At the end of the day, that. we now know yeah. who's the weakest Spider-Man, yeah. and they only get better. But but it was but it was that far removed, so he had a lot to go against, right? And then he, the second movie doesn't hit. He doesn't have this Marvel cushion because he because Holland had a Marvel cushion. He, he was introduced through Marvel, which was already had a. <laughs> crap load of successful Marvel films already yeah. and then he debuts in one of the most that was essentially an Avengers film yeah. with them all fighting everybody remember how hyped up everyone was for Civil War they, they and, and his it, it was like a wrestler it's like a wrestler's debut at the Royal Rumble when they show him I mean it's like oh there he is and it's like and and so he had that going for him but he capitalized on it and yeah. they capitalized on it by doing a really good movie I was working at a movie theater at the time when Civil War came out I don't remember it's 47 minutes or 52 it, there was a minute mark that his entrance is and I would go in every single show and I would just hear the audience lose their mind at the Spider-Man entrance and leave like I would yeah. just experience that every single You're day not, you were not in the space yet at that point I was uh, I made so little money I was doing both uh, ah. I, dude I worked the Infinity War red carpet and then I worked at a movie theater serving food at the Infinity War oh, movie here yeah, in LA. Theater. I was in LA oh, okay. I pick Pasadena I was yeah. serving food I was slinging I thought I thought I knew you. Did you go to IPIC? I worked at IPIC, bro. I was a bartender what? for years. What? This is How hilarious. You, that's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, I was a server. You yeah, guys worked was, together? I, do you know, uh, you remember, yeah, this apparently. Do you, remember, do, you remember, do you remember Chris and Dan Just Taylor? Just do it. Point at each other. Yeah. Point at each other. <laughs> IPIC? <laughs> Is that how you guys Terry the drunk the drunk manager and dude we worked together before we worked together? Dude, I literally kept looking at you every time I saw you at Collider. I swear I know this guy, but I don't We worked together. 
together somebody, in, the, in the civilian? And if you're an audience member, please piece this out. I will retweet it. I, will I retweet cannot it. believe. Right. Yeah, so we like literally P- served. Pilar. Yeah. And, yeah. No, dude, I definitely worked with you for That's a incredible. <laughs> I just, I, I, it, it was the Lisa minute you was, said was Lisa it. the GM on yes, your was. You Lisa's never, incredible. I love Lisa. To this day, she's You never coolest. figured this out until now? In this moment. This until this best. exact moment. Because we, we didn't really start talking until the Schmodown when I was managing you. And I was never had a geeky conversation once when you were there. Because you were bartending. I was just grabbing drinks running into the theaters. So I was still working there through Infinity War and I was working Infinity War. Wow. When did you start there? All right, this is for another We can do this later. That's uh, Dude, that's hilarious. insane, yeah. man. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, shout out to iPick Pass and there's the Spider-Verse. There's the Multiverse. That's that's right now there's a Multiverse where me and him are still working at iPick. <laughs> and actually talk, about, and talk yeah, to each other. We're just standing there geeking out over Avengers 18. You guys, you guys, you guys actually talked to though. You started a podcast and you have 300,000 subscribers within two weeks. Good work, us. Yeah. I'm proud of us hey. over there. Look at us, Spider-Gwen <laughs> over there in that universe. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right, listen. Dude, we knew each other before we knew each other. That's this is, crazy. This is a lot of fun. Uh, watching this movie was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. This is the first one. This was uh, Homecoming. And this is the first Tom Holland movie inside the MCU. Of course, we covered the Civil War stuff in the beginning. Once again, guys, if you didn't already, please, please, please do. Um, please go and head on over to the Big Thing podcast feed. See an audio. It is very important. It helps us. Even if you've listened to this show, if you're one of the subscribers, I get it. But please, we don't, for the longest time, get rid of the Schmobot. Don't do super chats. Don't interrupt the show. Don't ask people for money. <laughs> well, all we're asking you to do is go and subscribe to this podcast feed. That's it. And it doesn't cost you a damn thing. So go and do that. It's uh, it's the podcast. It's in the link in the description. Don't make me and Winston go back to the restaurant game. That's right. Please, please say. just subscribe. Please. Thank you guys please. so very much for joining <laughs> us here. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for uh, for next back. week. Next week we're going to do Far From Home. Jakey Jakes. Yep. Excited. And then we're we're going to close it out. We're only two away, guy. This is what what a what a what a adventure, what adventure it's been. been a ride, man. It has. All right. We got a couple left. Thank you guys so very much. We appreciate you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Dude.